Welcome to Top Comments, a podcast by the YU Commentator, where we delve deeper into the issues that drive debate on the YU campuses. My name is Benjamin Koslow, and I am the Senior Opinions Editor for The Commentator. I will be your host for this sixth episode, the second of the Spring 2018 semester. Today we will be chatting with leaders from the 28th Annual Yeshiva University National Model United Nations, or Yunmun, from the Barron and Wolf campuses. Sitting here with me now are Shana Mikulowski. Hi, happy to be here. Ozzy Fine. Hey Benji, thanks for having us. And Ilan Autry. Hey there, very excited. Let's get started. Can you guys tell us about your respective roles and responsibilities from this past Model UN? You want to start, Ozzy? Sure. So I was one of the undersecretaries. Um, basically, the role was um, in advance of the conference, helping um, the Secretary General, Dana Katz, um, prepare for the conference, um, you know, help the chairs out with really anything they needed. And then on the conference, also you know, helping facilitate the chairs. So I was the chair for World Food Program, and my role was basically to facilitate the process of the committee, both leading up to the conference and during leading up to, just drafted uh, topic papers for the delegates to do research on and develop positions on and to represent their country on. And during conference, I really just facilitated the debate, created an official speakers list, allowed caucuses, comments, things like that. Caucuses happen to be a lot of fun. It's a good time to make delegates feel like they're doing something wrong or something like that. It's, it's great. They freak out a lot. So I enjoyed that part. Um, I was director of the Media Center. So what the Media Center is responsible for is making sure that the conference has a really strong um, presence on social media, making sure that everything is photographed and recorded so we can post a lot of that stuff, some tech things here and there, and helping every committee with their crisis. Let's get into some details about Yunmun itself. Um, I've been told that Yunmun is often labeled, either implicitly, maybe sometimes explicitly, as an admissions event for YU. How does this fact impact your planning of the event? Uh, so, yeah, so... You know, the important thing about Yunmun that makes it different than most of the other model United Nations is that it is Yunmun. There is the YU at the beginning um, of that acronym. So with regard to planning, it really factors in, factors in a lot. Uh, number one, just interacting with the schools um, in advance of the conference, you know, dealing with their faculty advisors and making sure that, you know, they're, the, all the you know, participants are really in the best possible position to, you know, compete and also enjoy, you know, the event that YU puts on um, is definitely something very important, ranging from, you know, the staff to preparing the staff for the YU Q&A session that I'm sure we'll speak about more. Um, and really, you know, just helping, you know, the conference, you know, make the delegates have the best possible feel they can of YU. Yolanda Shana, do you have any other anecdotes? Yeah, I think, especially handling the social media, we have to make sure that Yunmun is portrayed to, in the best light, portrays YU in the best light, um, and it's easy because it's a great conference and YU puts so much into it. And also this year we were asked by admissions to do like a Yunmun takeover on their MyYU Instagram. So that was kind of showing, kind of bringing um, some of the delegates into that audience and to follow that Instagram and, and showing Yunmun as a uniquely YU experience. It seems to me that high schoolers and YU students alike consistently return to school after Model UN on Cloud Nine. On Cloud Nine, they're happy beyond belief. Speaking as someone who was never involved in Model UN in high school or in YU, I'm wondering what makes Model UN so enjoyable to the delegates and to the staff. In my opinion, it's really just about the people. You know, for the delegates, it means meeting other high schoolers from all around the country, and getting to know a lot of new people. For the staff, it's about meeting great people with NYU that you didn't necessarily have the opportunity to meet beforehand, and it really just becomes a tight-knit network, and you all get to know each other really well. The truth is, I'd say the chairs get to know each other a lot better, so I feel like the chairs come back feeling an even greater feeling like what you described, 
And it might be because of the super exclusive Chapitone. You know, there's like a mean girls level of exclusivity there. But we just become a, one like big cohesive unit that has a lot of fun together. And then you come back and you see each other. You just feel like you have a special connection. And it just brings you back to the conference and to all the fun you had there. Yeah, I think something that's definitely, you know, as a delegate and now as a staff member on Yonma, something that always you know, just struck me as like, you know, why people enjoy it so much. Is it's really, you know... Again, going back to the YU part, but going back to like the you know the, really the Jewish community and really having you know both staff members and you know delegates from all over the country, you know people who you know are outside their comfort zone, not within you know one community, whether you know in the tri-state area or not, and kind of all coming together to kind of form you know this you know delegation of the entire Yonmun and your specific committee, you know with your specific school and kind of you know making that a really special experience, bridging the gap between different communities. Um, it's something that's really special. Sort of building on that, Shana, do you have anything that you might want to add specifically about high schoolers? You know, what do you see high schoolers gaining from Model UN? Yeah, well, I remember when I was a delegate on Model UN, what I really loved about it is it strikes this balance between something that you take very seriously and you're very sincere about and passionate and working hard and also something that's really fun and funny and sticky and you can also take lightly sometimes. I think that it's really hard to find that balance in a lot of things in life in general and why you and Yanman kind of strikes the balance effortlessly. I'm going to ask the three of you, um, any one of you, feel free to answer this first. Students and YU admissions. Who's running the show at Yunmun? So I think there's, it's definitely, it's a good, it's a good mix. I think they both meet each other kind of halfway. Um, on the one hand, you know, the chairs and the admissions, you know, side of it, we really do try to prepare a lot in advance of the conference to make sure that, you know, the committees will run as smoothly as possible because we know that the delegates have really prepared so much. We want them to have the best experience as possible. So kind of planning out how the committee is going to look. Crises, which are, you know, a color war breakout type of version, you know, of, of Model UN. Um, and like all those things, we really try to plan in advance so that, you know, the, the delegates can really have the best time possible. On the, on the, on the other hand, though, um, the students really, you know, each committee is unique because of the students. You know, the tone, you know, the mood in each committee is really based off, you know, the chair puts in a lot of work um, and really tries to, you know, set it up. But really it's up to the kids to really make it, you know, more serious, more light, more, you know, well, whatever the mood would be really comes down to the students. So it's, it's, I think it's a really nice um, and healthy mix. Okay, and Ilan or Shana, you want to add in maybe why you admission specifically? Do you, like, where do you see, how, do you, how much do you see them getting actively involved? So I think Rachel and Matt, huge shout out, both great legends, work really hard leading up to the conference on sort of all the logistics stuff, meaning setting up the, the hotel, things like that, make sure, making sure we have like the right swag supplies, all that kind of stuff. Leading up to the conference, once they get to the conference, they kind of just sit back and let the students take the driver's wheel, driver's seat, sorry, and just let us run with it. They trust us a lot. They know that it's a very select group of students and we're selected on a very specific criteria that because we are representing the school at the end of the day. So they trust us and let go of our hand, metaphorically, and just sit back. They just There's a YU admissions table where people can approach them with questions and stuff like that. They just sit there the entire conference while we're in the committee sessions, meeting with delegates, things like that. So at the conference, I'd say it's fully run by the YU students. Beforehand, it's a big, the, most of the planning is, it, it is the admissions office. When you're working at Model UN, what qualities do you look for in your staff? I, I can say, you know, there are, there are a lot of different qualifications. 
um, you know, that one has to have to be a member of the Model UN staff. Um, and, you know, a lot of them are, I think, a little bit more technical. Obviously, one has to be somewhat well-versed on what's going on in the world, whether it be in a specific issue or, you know, more broadly. Um, and, you know, they have to be knowledgeable about that um, and, and care. Um, but, but really, when it comes down to it, you know, in the end of the day, as we've all already mentioned, like, you are bringing together, you know, so many, you know, high schoolers together and really people who can really create that atmosphere of, you know, the serious but also, you know, light, enjoyable, you know, giving them exposure to YU. So in a staff member, obviously someone who, you know, is, is intelligent and, you know, can, can really, you know, speak about issues um, in, in a passionate way. Um, but when it comes down to it, someone who can really set the atmosphere. Um, being one that, you know, on one hand is very, you know, politically serious, um, but on the other hand, also enjoyable, you know, and where they can have an impact and be role models for, for, the, for the high schoolers. Yeah, I mean, for the Media Center, um, that was my experience, but I think the most important thing was attitude, positive attitude, having fun, but also taking it seriously. Uh, there were 13 other members of the Media Center this year, aside from me, and a lot of them didn't have any experience working on Model UN before. A bunch of them had not even gone as high schoolers, but I didn't feel like it held them back in any way because they were really willing to do what needed to get done, but also have a great time doing it, and that was the most important thing. I would just add one thing is everybody is extremely dedicated. People put in a lot of work leading up to the conference and it really shows. Let's uh, let's move maybe to a little bit of a more general question, but hopefully you guys will have what to say on this also. And the question is, can you guys share, uh, maybe each of you, one or two favorite memories from this year's Model UN? So this is actually a really tough question. There's a lot of really, really good memories that happened over the conference. I had a committee, my committee room was right next to Joey Senders, the chair of UNHRC, and we pulled a lot of stick together. We would, we switched committees at one point. So we had a lot of memories throughout the conference, but one that really strikes is the flash mob we organized during the award ceremony. Award ceremony is a very serious event. All the delegates are very nervous to hear who won but all the chairs still pull a lot of shtick, so we pulled this like huge flash mob that was really funny, and it's just always a lot of fun to plan shtick for the award ceremony, so that was definitely a favorite memory. So I'm looking forward to next year, plan something even funnier, probably get me in a lot of trouble, but it'll definitely be worth it. Yeah, so one of the my favorite memory from this past year is Young Mun. Actually, what, it was a it's fun, somewhat funny story. There was one committee, um, Yael Blau's committee, that basically Crises, as we mentioned before, is like a color war breakout for like a third topic or variation on one of the topics that the delegates are discussing. Um, and we like to break it out in like a shticky sort of way, you know, be able to kind of, you know, have a lot of fun with it. So for hers, she was doing a missile crisis um, for the for the for UNICEF, um, and basically it, it required me to come in and kind of teach a safety procedure, um, starting off acting very serious, you know, getting under the table, you know, locking oneself in with the chair, and then the second part of it, you know, singing row, row, row your boat, like kind of in a round. So once I did it the first time um, in Yael's committee, then we kind of just like, this is a lot of fun, let's just start doing this. So that after that, we kind of just went into a lot of different communities, sorry, committees, um, and then had, you know, the kids do rounds ranging from row, row, row your boat, to Bar Hagever, to the peanut butter jelly song, and like, I think, I definitely enjoyed it a lot, and I think it was a lot of fun for the kids also. Yeah, um, one of my favorite memories is also actually Joey and Elon's flash mob. That was <laughs> really fun to watch. But also, um, just helping break out a bunch of the crises, they were all hilarious. And there was one for UNEP, which is the Environmental Committee, I believe, where Nolan Edmondson dressed up as an environmental terrorist. And he went in and, like, 
forced a bunch of um, delegates to choreograph an interpretive dance showing their sympathy for the environment and it was like this whole elaborate thing and it, he did a really excellent job. Pretty sure it's on Facebook if you want to watch it. I'll, I'll take a look. I, I don't know about the listeners out there but I'm definitely starting to somewhat regret staying in class a few weeks ago and not go to what sounds like a very fun time in Model UN. Um, we, have a few more, we have time for a few more questions. So I'm going to ask you guys, at each Model UN, there's a Yeshiva University-sponsored Q&A, if I understand correctly. Um, and in these sessions, for each committee, you guys represent YU to the high schoolers. And my question is, how do you guys, as representatives of YU, balance telling the sometimes negative truth while also trying to portray YU in a positive light? I think that one way um, that you know the Q and A se session is really you know effective um, and is really a positive experience both for the staff on getting to like reflect about YU and also for the students um, hearing about YU is that we get to be very real about YU. Not every single you know answer is sugar coated. If they ask a question that you know someone has a either you know neutral or like negative experience to, one you know the staff member is very able to say like you know listen this is something that I'm not a huge fan of. But then obviously also it is an admissions event, so you also give like a positive light about, but there are other things that are great about YU. Um, so it's, it's something that's very real, very organic, and you know, like that. Um, and I think it's really you know, effective for the students to hear about you know, the positives and also some of the negatives um, about YU. So they really get to you know, make more informed decisions. The way I see it, it's important to remain genuine. So if they ask a bunch of questions and you just talk of YU and talk about how amazing it is and how much you love it, they're going to sense that you're not being completely honest. So even though that is important, you do have to realize you have to accept the negative sometimes. You know, if you're talking about how much you love, let's say, Model UN, but maybe you didn't love that there were so many meetings leading up to the conference, you should mention that. You know, if you just say, oh, I loved it, every single thing was amazing about it, that's, they'll probably realize that's not necessarily true. So just with every question, I guess the best way to balance the sometimes negative truth while also portraying why you positively just be honest, speak about your experience, what you liked about them, and maybe sometimes even what you didn't like about them. Um, Alright, I'm going to ask one last question before closing comments, and that is, how does one get involved in Model UN? Well, I got involved as a high schooler, as a delegate, so when I came to YU, I knew it was something that I wanted to do. I believe there's, there's an application that's sent out at the beginning of every year, and you just fill it out and you go for a pretty intimidating interview, but uh, you just, just like do it. Yeah, I think one of the things that we, you know, we mentioned on Model UN itself is like it's very cool how, you know, a lot of people, as Shana mentioned, you know, are delegates and then they come to YU and they want to, you know, continue being part of that community and want to work for Model UN. So there definitely is, are a lot of people um, who when they apply and when they interview, you know, are doing it definitely because they want to continue that. But however, you didn't have to do Model UN in high school. Um, to you know, be involved in college, and it's definitely you know a really great experience, and we encourage people next year to apply because it's really a great experience, and you know more applicants is always great. So before we end, um, I'll open the floor. If you guys have any closing reflections on the twenty eighth model UN, any thoughts you'd you're thinking about looking forward towards the twenty ninth model UN. I had an amazing time being a chair. I didn't even realize how fun it was going to be, how many new friends I would make. There were a bunch of other chairs that I'd never spoken to before the conference, and then now I feel like I'm just best friends with everyone that went. So I'm just very excited for next year to continue this momentum of fun that we create at Model UN and to improve on some of the things that I wasn't so great on as a chair, and like I said, to pull crazy shtick.
So yeah, I think you know one of the things that's always great about you know Molly Webb because there's a lot of consistency with regard to the staff and also the high schoolers who are you know not necessarily seniors and they have more years. I'm um, really you know see a lot of the people who I met you know last year. I'm oh, sorry this whatever this past Molly UN, um, continue that relationship going forward in addition to you know taking some of the innovations that we made on the conference this year um, and pushing them forward and even adding more um, next year. Thank you Shana Azianilan for enlightening us today. To our listeners out there, I would like to say thank you. Top Comments is now on iTunes and SoundCloud and you can subscribe by simply searching for Top Comments from any iPhone, Android, or computer device. Listen at your own convenience. This is Benjamin Coslow telling you, never stop commentating. Mm-hmm.